Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Well, let's look at our, our, our textual scripture here. And, you know, we've been looking at, at Matthew 6, 33, um, and we've been reading this for a minute. And I like this because seeking first the kingdom, right? It's 33 and 34. But see, we're looking at the King James and then we'll look at it a little bit. But, but seek first. Now, this has been our text, Matthew 6, 33, right? But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And ain't that good news? Praise the Lord. I think that's one, because why? Because he explains, he says, Consider not, you know, the fowls of the air, how they do, they don't toil, they don't get weird, right? He said, God takes care of them. How much more would not God take care of you? And he's, it's an understanding of God's um, provision in your life in every area. It reads really, really well. We read it in the Passion. We'll probably read it again. But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. How many people are looking first? The all these things should be added unto you. Everybody. But you got to seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. So this is what it says. Seek first the kingdom of God. Um, many of us know this scripture, but haven't realized that it contains power to change your world. This is big, right? Seek first, right? Everybody got the thing. Seek ye first. Do all this stuff. Okay. Jesus is always speaking about the kingdom. When you see throughout the scripture, he says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If something happened, it was a kingdom movement. If you cast out devils, I cast them out by what? Kingdom authority, everything he talked about, right? Kingdom principles, kingdom realm, okay? So this, this is the big thing that we gotta understand here, right? So in order to make the kingdom of God our first priority, okay, we're gonna have to cut through some of the... Um, lack of understanding we may have about what the kingdom of God is. So here we go, ready? So he understands, God understands that it's a, mi- God has told you it's a mystery, okay? Now, what that means is this, is that it's not um, an exposed kingdom, it's an invisible kingdom that's real, but invisible to the eye until he establishes it in the earth. So there's going to be a new heaven, a new earth, and a new kingdom. Does that make sense? So God's going to take his kingdom principles and bring them in the earth. Right now, they're invisible to the natural eye, but there's still a law that work in the earth. Now, that must be enforced by faith. Now, I'm going to say that again slow, okay? So God's got his kingdom principles. As it is in heaven, let it be in the, what? Excuse me, the earth. Well, it's not happening in the earth. It's happening in the heaven. But we are to stay in the earth as God's legal representation and demand kingdom rights. Now, this is going to get good. This is like a recap, but you got to understand something. Well, I just think God can do what he wants to do. Well, I'm going to got news for you. He can't. Now, did you just say he can't? I just said he can't. You, what do you mean he won't? No, he can't. Okay, now people don't like this terminology because everybody wants to throw this off on God and be like, well, you know, God can do whatever. Okay, no, wait a minute. You gotta go back to the beginning, okay? You gotta go back to Eden. 
in Eden, God made man and Adam and Eve were supposed to guard and keep and, 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 and continue growing the garden into the uttermost parts of the earth. Because they listened to the voice of rebellion and committed basically high treason, Adam gave the earth dominion to the devil. Okay? Now, people, this is not by popular uh, belief, but it's the truth. So I didn't come here to, you know, make anybody feel the popular belief is the truth because it's not. This is the truth, and whether it's a popular belief or not, I don't really care. Okay? So what you have to understand is, is that when Adam committed this high treason and man lost authority, man lost dominion, man turned over rule and reign to the enemy. So the kingdom of light, let light be, and light started ripping through the universe, became the kingdom of darkness, okay? So now the earth is this pivotal spot that eventually the new heaven, the new earth, the new kingdom will come to the earth. It'll be different. But right now we're living in this, this, this globe of what? Kingdom principles are established in the heavens, but they have to be enforced in the earth. This is why your dominion is so important because in the earth, this, this system is not prevalent. You have to enforce it. That's why he said the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence taken by force. What is he saying? We have to resist every opposition in this earth realm to demand spiritual covenant rights. So in order to make the kingdom of God our first priority as Jesus wanted it to be, we must cut into this mystery and understand this stuff. You're only gonna go as high as the revelation you get because you gotta realize something. This is why Jesus is big as he starts explaining um, how vital a, a role we play in this, the church. Because without the church being properly, um, and I'm not saying the whole church is like this because it's not, unless, because the church worldwide is not educated. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about a percentage of the church world is in the earth demanding the rights of heaven to be established within it. How many you know it is not the majority? I'm telling you that now. Okay? So it's very important that you pull this in. So this message will change your life if you'll grab it because this is a big one. It, um, it's going to allow the, the miracle understanding of the kingdom of heaven to really transform you, okay? Um, Jesus has been teaching the kingdom for a while, man. And um, you can see this in Acts 1-3. Let's go to Acts chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. So I should say. This is um, Acts chapter 1, verse 1, and this is big. The former treats ye have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to both do and teach until the day in which he was taken up. After he, through the Holy Ghost, had given his commandments unto the apostles who he chosen, to him whom, sorry, also, he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, 
being seen of them 40 days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. See right there? So Jesus said, hey man, I gave you commandments, I picked the apostles, I did my job, but what were you doing? I showed you many infallible proofs those 40 days, but also too, I was speaking things pertaining to the kingdom of God, okay? So 40 days after his resurrection, Jesus was still teaching about the kingdom of God, okay? So the significance of that message was very important because even after resurrection power, he was still talking about the kingdom. And these guys were always kingdom conscious. I always thought that was really wild. Like when I first was reading the Bible way back in the day, I was like, man, these guys just constantly keep thinking like Jesus is coming back. You know, you ever, you ever notice that? Like, they're always like, is today the day you establish your kingdom? Is today the day you're coming back? See, every man's going to be accountable. This is a big thing. Every man is going to be, be accountable for his spirituality. All of us are. But the disciples had, had an understanding to seek the kingdom with a fervency, you know? Because you, you can't make excuses about God. You know what I mean? Everybody's like, well, you know... Uh, no, kingdom principles are simple. Like, just think of this, right? Like, like I said, giving, it's kingdom principle. Most people in the world don't give, but we give because we understand kingdom principle. Going to church, right? There's a big one, right? Oh, I could, I could do, no, 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 no. Kingdom principle, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Why? This is not condemnation. This is not pressure. This is not being, you know, oh, Pastor Chris, you're picking on me. No, what this is this, kingdom principle, forgive. You think the world's going to forgive? They're not going to forgive. They're going to hold a grudge. You don't even see this stuff in church out of Christians. And why? Because they're kingdom principles. But you can't get mad because nobody else is playing by the rules. You can't forfeit what you understand in wisdom because other people don't want to do it. I would never do that. That would make what? You'd almost water it down because other people ain't living it. That's like saying, some guy steals, so now it's okay for you to steal. That's exactly what you're saying when you go, I don't want to do it because nobody else is living by the standard. That's like literally saying, the guy over there steals, and because he steals, it's okay for me to steal, even though it's illegal. Are you kidding me? Cut it out. Right? See, so how do we, you ever ask this? Right? This is really good. Well, how do you seek the kingdom? Right? You talk... How do we seek the kingdom? Well, think, you ever think of that? Like, what do you, you sit there go, here, kingdom, 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 come on, come here. No. You know what I'm saying? Look at Colossians 1.13. He talks about two kingdoms. You, you know how you seek the kingdom? You serve the kingdom. You see it? You serve it. Look at this, Colossians 1.13. We're going to go slow, but you're going to see this. Because Colossians 1.13 is a really power. He says he rips you out of darkness. Okay, look, Jesus delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. There we go. Kingdom of his dear son. We are translated, right, out of what? Out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God. Did you get it? So we're not in who delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So what do we come out of? Darkness, and he put us in the kingdom of his son. Okay, so why is that? That's what even Matthew 12, 25 says. Matthew 12, 25, just write these down. 
okay? Because Matthew 12, 25 talks about kingdoms, kingdoms are divided, cannot stand, right? Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Every city or house divided against itself, divided against itself shall not stand. Come on, do you like my re rewind? This means the kingdom of God, now this is big, okay? So every kingdom divided against itself is brought into desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. So we start understanding this. Like, so Jesus took us out of the kingdom of darkness, kingdom, okay? Or the power of darkness into the kingdom of his son. Okay, I got it. This means the kingdom of God has an enemy. Okay, because Jesus has his, Jesus has a kingdom, and Satan has a kingdom, and they're opposed to one another. And yes, there's there's demonic activity that is kingdom related. Why do you think you see what you see in the earth? Man, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all get. This one's gonna get me. This one's gonna get me in some stuff now. Do you see the well? You know, all these people. The the whole world out there is demonic. It's run by devils. Oh, here we go. This is going to be good. Now you're saying, but no, they're nice people. No, they're devils. Because it's one kingdom and another kingdom. There's no, the, the government, the government, right? Now, oh, here we go. The, the, every system out there that is anti-Christ is, is trying to be, what? Demonically influenced to choose to establish Satan's kingdom principles in the earth. And God's principles are totally different. This is why when you see stuff like hot ticket stuff, you know, like, why are we so pro-life? Pro why are we so pro-marriage? Why are we so pro, you know, whatever? I don't pick a pro, right? Why are we in it? Because kingdom principles say, this is, the, this is seeking first the kingdom. These are my new guidelines to live by. And you want it's funny? Even if I didn't agree with these principles, there's still the standard of requirements of belief I have to have. So it's not by popular opinion whether I get to pick and choose. That's why the body of Christ is so jacked up right now. Because you got people in the body of Christ, basically, this is what's going on. You have Christians, uneducated Christians in the church grabbing causes that have nothing to do with kingdom principles and looking at them going, are you kidding me? And they're not kidding you. You have leaders. I've heard leaders. I don't even respect these guys. Preachers. I have no respect for these men. I will never tell you who they are. I have no respect for them because they're like the blind leading the blind. Blatant anti-Christ doctrine comes out of their mouth continually. You said you've seen it? I've seen it point blank. I have, I'm sure they are leading people like, uh, towards hate and separation and division and evil and, and anti-word. You can't have anti-word and be a believer in the line. Now you say, Pastor Chris, are you saying? No, what I'm saying is this. They might be a Christian, but guess what? They're not kingdom-minded Christians. They're just like, I don't know if they're deceived or what. I don't know, but there's, they have no truth. So that'd be like, you got saved, you got born again, and now you go and say, well, you know what? I don't really, now I'm talking big beliefs and then there's smaller beliefs that just affect you, but bigger beliefs affect other people. You can't just go out there spewing all this stuff for your political uh, opinion. 
I, I am either going to have a kingdom principle. And let me tell you another thing right here. Seek first. The kingdom means you're seeking first repentance. That's, that was part of the, the number one principle of the kingdom was repentance. And repentance isn't pacify. Repentance isn't justice. Repentance is turning from your opinion. Repent means what? Turn. So if you're going to repent for stuff or you're going to be repentive, right? You're not, you're, half of this stuff doesn't even flow through. I'm not picking on nobody. I'm just trying to get you to understand this. The, just because it walk, just look, man, if it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck, it waddles like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's a duck, man. Just because people walk around saying, you know, I'm this, man, if you don't have the fruit to produce it, that, that, that's not who you are. Now, I'm, I understand people make mistakes. I understand people, but no, you think most Christians are living by, by, by kingdom principles? Come on, man. Really? You know what I'm saying? Bring this one up next time you have a small group. See, now you say, well, Pastor Chris, you don't usually, you don't usually, you know, share some of your, 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 yeah, because I'm going to offend somebody. Yeah, because I don't play no games. You want to live a brand of Christianity that's less than, go ahead. Don't ask me, I won't tell you. But if you're asking me, yeah, why do you think I tell you? I don't, I don't, I, man, I, I got these people coming to me. Well, can I do this? And can't, why, why, why do you still got a can you in you? Can I do this? Can I do that? Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I? Why do you, what, what in you still desires to do it? That's what a question I got. So I'm not, I am by no means holding it back. You know what I mean? Not at all. But I'm not gonna go, I'm not, look, this thing's offensive enough. I don't have to go looking for it. But if you ask me, I'll tell you, there's never been a question I've never been asked I haven't answered. But you see what I'm saying? Like world religion, it's all baloney. There's only one way to heaven. There ain't no other way. What are you gonna sit here and try to, like, I'm not trying to offend you. I've been to 18 different, I don't know, 30, I don't know, my passport, I looked at the one that, I've probably been 20 places at least preaching the gospel. It's what I believe. Kingdom principles. Well, why, why, why are you like that? Because my king who runs my kingdom said there's no other way to heaven. But you're gonna, you're gonna let some news outlet tell you well, you know, you're very shallow-minded. No, yeah, I'm not shallow-minded. I live in truth. You live in whatever you want. You live in perception. I, look, I don't know the first thing about this, but you don't know anything about what I do, so don't ask, you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys better start waking up because if you think that world, that world is anti-Christ. The devil's running it. The devil's ruling it. The devil's over it. All the, all the verbiage, all the stuff, 99.9% of it is anti-Christ. It's an, and it's an enemy to you and the church. And they want the church to sit over there in a little corner and shut up like a little baby and don't open your mouth and don't rock the boat. And if you start rocking the boat, we're going to come get you. We're, no, man, no, 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 no. There's, no. there's no shutting up the gospel. Okay? And somebody's got to be strong enough and bold enough. And that's what it is. Well, you know, no, you got to be, you got to believe, you, okay, right, I'm trying to bring, locate this, look what it said in John 8, 8, look at this, right, okay, John chapter 8, 30, John 8, 30 through 33, you know this, right, for most part, you know, um, Satan's been the agent behind this system, 
because Adam sold over to Lanites. I talked that on Sunday, the first Sunday in uh, that that was the first Sunday in June. I talked about this. What are we talking about? Light and darkness, man. Why are you trying to get agreement with darkness? It ain't gonna happen, man. You're not gonna do it. So here's the thing: you keep trying to please all these. Uh, you know, you're gonna get a lot of uh, uh, of opportunity to be a people pleaser. Okay, and I don't have a problem with that. Nobody's looking for it, but you think you're gonna please people that don't have the truth that you have? It's impossible. Once you give a little, you'll be given, given, given until you're, you got nothing left. Your convictions cannot be, uh, um, I mean, I got arguments with people about this. Like, well, you know, I talked, I'm gonna tell you this, and don't, I'm, I'm gonna say a man of God, we won't mention what denomination he was in. I talked to a denominational minister, denominational, okay, one of the major religions in the world, and I said, Hey, man, Jesus. And the cat looked me straight in the face and said, there's multiple ways to heaven. Bro, almost fell out. I said, what? Did not one of the largest denominations in the world put it together? And he said to me, oh, yeah. I said, dude, bro, I, you know what I told the guy? I said, dude, you're a clown. Straight up, bro. He's like, he was taken aback. He's like, what did you say? I said, you're a clown. Okay? A clown. Well, you shouldn't talk like that, Pastor Chris. Watch how I start talking. Bozo the clown is who you are right now. I brought bowed up. I'm like, what do you mean? Prove this. Scripturally prove it. Let me see it. You can't. You can bring your argument, but you can't prove it. I got, your, I got the Bible you use, and I'll wrap you up in it and show you you're wrong. Now, if you want to choose to believe that, you can, but don't say that's the truth. Just because you believe it doesn't mean it's the truth. What I believe that's based on the Bible is the truth. Now, if you don't want to make it your truth, that's your business. But don't ask me what my truth is. And don't get mad at me if I tell you my truth and you don't like it. Don't ask and mind your business. See, that's the problem, right? Well, you know, you Christians, you, I'm not, and this is not my, listen, guys, I am not offended. I'm not mad. I'm just telling you this is the series we're in. See, because everybody else is willing to die for what they believe and the Christian over there, you sit over there and you compromise all the time. Because, you know, I don't want to rock the boat. Well, you're going to start rocking the boat. You know what? We might have to blow the boat up in, in a mentality. You know, nobody's blowing anything up. Relax, calm down. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, uh, why? So you can fit in? You might as well forget it. You think, you think Hollywood wants to hear you? Come on, wake up. You think, you think, you think, you think political parties want to hear you? You kidding me? You think work wants to hear you? Why do you think they fight you about Christianity, man? You cannot share your faith at the workplace. Well, why can't I share my faith? What's the big deal if I preach the gospel here? What's the big deal if I tell you this is what I believe about marriage? What is the big deal if this is what I tell you about money? What's the big deal if I have an opinion? Well, everybody else can have an opinion, but if you, this is why you better believe you got the truth. Because nobody wants you to talk. Well, you know, you better be open-minded. Sorry, work too hard to renew mine. I'm not keeping it open for nothing. See what I'm saying? So why, but this is for you. This is not to be played on CNN and mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, are they going to get it? No, it's like light and darkness. It's like, don't you understand? No, I don't understand that. And I don't want to understand it. I'm trying to tell you, you better get strong in your belief, staunch in your belief, strengthen your belief. Somebody came to me the other day and they asked me a question and I said, this is why I don't do anything that looks like the world. 
Now let me explain. What do you mean? Like I don't do, I don't, I don't, I don't party. I don't do this because well, well, it's somebody's struggle. And you ain't gonna look at me and say, "Well, he does it, so I can do it." No, I'm just not gonna do it. I refuse. So if you don't like it, the responsibility. I look. There's whole denominations falling apart right now. That are that. And I'm gonna go there, but I'm not, they're they're right in front of your face. I could have told you that 20 years ago. When you first seen it, why? You got compromised today, you're gonna have compromise forever. Remember this about life and remember this about relationship and don't you ever forget this. The moment integrity is compromised, longevity is in jeopardy. Okay, I'm gonna say it again slow. Once integrity is compromised, if you compromise your integrity in any relationship with anyone, with anything, with any, from God's word, or your personal convictions within the relationship, the moment you compromise the integrity, longevity of relationship is in jeopardy. The moment you do it with God, it's a goner. You cannot maintain God's principles without God's ways. It'll fall, it's a, it's a paper mache box waiting to blow up sooner or later. Now, we might not see it in our lifespan, but it cannot last. This is what he said about a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So if you think, well, we got kingdom principles. I'll show you whether you got kingdom principles. Can it last a lifetime? Because here's what happens. You got two, you got, you have kingdom principles, right? But then you have other principles that are not the kingdom that are mixed in there. And what happens is it looks like it looks like the kingdom. It smells like the kingdom. It sometimes sounds like the kingdom, but it is not kingdom structural principles and it's a house of cards. It's gonna fall apart because guess what? You could only stand for so long before division is gonna divide it. Now, obviously you have an enemy. That is why rapidly you must build strong personal convictions on kingdom priorities automatically. I would sit down today and be like, what are these kingdom principles? I'll give you these kingdom principles. Now, when I say kingdom principles, I'm talking about the Bible. You understand. But there's rules that the king has set up. Mm. Jesus said that in John 8, 30. Remember he said this, you know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Remember we talked about that? You were Abraham's seed, you were in bondage, now you're out of bondage, and you shall be made free. Now, being made free means what? Free. Because whom the Son sets free is what? Free indeed. But this thing, Satan's been deceiving people from the beginning of time. He deceived Adam and Eve in the garden for crying out loud. You don't think he's trying to deceive people in the earth? Now, once, once this happened, now let me explain this to you. Um, the kingdom of darkness has blinded a lot of people and they don't know it. That's what he's trying to do. Jesus even said, and I think that's John 8, 44. Let's look at that. I think that's right. I think, just don't, wait, 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 wait. That might be right. Let me try it. Wait a minute. Yeah, I think that's John 8, 44. Let me look. Go to John 8, 44. Let's give it a shot. If it's wrong, praise be to God. I'll just read it and tell you what it says. You are of your father to devil, yeah. So look, it says there. So Jesus is talking to religious people, and he said what? He said, why do you not understand me? He said, you're of your father, the devil. He said, devil, the devil's their father. 
Lost people's father, everybody, this ain't gonna be, I'm telling you what, if you're not, if you are a king, you're, if you're a Christian and you profess Jesus Christ as your Lord, God is your father. If you're lost, your father's the devil. Because you're either born of God or born of de the devil through Adam. And what happened is, I'll show you the transfer of authority. Watch this. So when, 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 when Lucifer deceived Adam and got authority, when sin came into that, he said, you're either born of God or you're born of the devil. You are of your father, the devil, he says in John 8, 44. Why would he use a statement like that? That's Jesus. And you lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own self. Why? Because he's a liar and he's the father of it. Man, are you getting bold? I'm getting like, I'm feeling like it rises out. See, because everybody, because Christians are playing games. Let me explain something to you about this. World religion, false world religion does not play with this. If you really think about it, they're really staunch in what they believe. They're trying to establish their kingdom in the earth even stronger than ever before. But their kingdom is the kingdom of darkness. Ours is the kingdom of light. And we need to go in the earth and demand it. Are you feeling that, man? I'm getting that edge, man, like that. You're getting that edge? Because like you're like, man, it's my job to basically, you're like a superhero from heaven in the earth to protect it. That's what Jesus is saying. Because darkness is, you think darkness is going to roll back? The Bible says a strong man, you must bind the strong man and a stronger than he shows up and demands it. You got to be that strong man and demand. Christians over there are like, you know, okay, go away. Eh. So I'm telling you, the enemy is putting pressure on people to, to cooperate. Man, you better get this. Write this down. Jesus is trying to get me and you to understand. You're of, that's what he's telling these guys. There's an evil system in the earth, and the, the devil is working overtime to try to get people to cooperate with that evil system because of the pressure he's putting on the people that are trying to live outside of it. That is really good. He did it all through the Bible. He did it to children of Israel. He tried to press. He's trying to do it now on the earth. He's trying to lie to them. He's lying. He's lied to a whole bunch of people in the church, and they bought his lie, and now they spit it out like propaganda everywhere they go. It's all hate. You see what I'm saying? You got people hating one another in the church, and the enemy got it in there. And let me tell you, hate goes both ways. You got a group of people hating people because of a lifestyle, and you got a bunch of people of a lifestyle hating people that are believers. You got, you got people, people hating people because of the color of a skin. You got people hating people for jail. You got hate going one way, hate going the other way, and the devil's over there like a puppeteer pulling the strings, and everybody's sitting there going, well, you know, God is, God is love. He is love, but he's also got rules and guidelines and, and, and stuff. And you can't get that coming out of your mouth if you're following the God of love. So you can't just, because here's this. Once you get pushed in this box, this, it's called, say God is a God of love so you could tolerate craziness. Otherwise, you are basically not a person of love. Tell me that ain't whack. 
So because you stand for truth or the truth of the word of God, you're not a person of love. That is what love does. If you love me, God, they don't even know. How, why in the heaven is the church allowing the world to tell me what God's love is? No, I need you to think about this. Because you all know this is the hidden story we all get. Well, if you guys are such people of love, well, do you know what God's love is? Well, God's, God's a good. And then you got preachers chiming in on it. I ain't mentioning names. God's a love, God of love and acceptance. Yeah, wait a minute, time out. He is God of love and acceptance, but let's not get one side of him. Let's just not get the person of Jesus because everybody loves the person of Jesus, but nobody wants to follow the principles of Jesus. But you can't separate one and the same. Your mama is loving. Your mama's sweet. Your mama bake cookies. Your mama love you. Your mama will help you wash your face when you live. Your mom, but your mama also gave you a bunch of rules that if you didn't pay attention, she slapped you upside the head. Okay? Because with love comes what? Principles. What are the principles? Well, they are the person and the what? Principles of God. And how many of you know this? That if you say here, well, I do not believe the, I'm not believing the principle. No, 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 no. You can't have one without the other. So if you got the love of God, you got to have the principles of God. And if you got the principles of God, you got the love of God. But here's what they try to tell you. Well, if you're a person of love, then you should tolerate. Don't you love that word, tolerate? You should tolerate all this because that's what love does. No, love said this. Jesus said, if you love me, love other people. If you love me, obey me. So obedience is one of the number one characteristics of love, obeying kingdom principles and precepts. So once you come in and go, hey, what are you saying? I, I love God, so I obey God, and therefore what? I help people transform their life. Now, you don't like it. What do you want me to tell you? That's that thing. Because the enemy, what Jesus is trying to say, here's the enemy's thing. He's saying the enemy puts pressure on people. Come on. The enemy to cooperate with his evil system that they are unaware that's even there. They don't even know there's an agenda. There is an evil agenda in the earth, man. Because, see, the Bible says this. Look, here, I'll, I'll, I'll take you here, right? Because this, this is, this is, um, um, I think that people people don't people don't see this stuff, and because of it, gets messed up. Um, I tell you what, man. I tell you, I re I really like some of this stuff because I think um, if you don't understand this, it can mess you up. But I, I'm okay with it because you got to learn it. Look at this, right? And because if you look over here, and the, the, he said your father's the devil. I mean, that's pretty stiff. Now don't go walking around telling your neighbor. Don't go finding your lost neighbor saying. Pastor Chris said your father's the devil. It's true. But uh, don't, go, don't go in there and just let, don't let out all the information you know overnight. Go to 2 Corinthians 4.1. Okay? Is that okay? But do you get that? Now, they don't know that. Did you know before you were saved, your father was the devil? You're either born, you're either born of Adam or born of God. That's why you got to get born again. Why you people got to be born again? Because you need a new family. Because you were born in darkness and you got to come into light. You got to be born again in the spirit. So you got to have supernatural ability. Look at 2 Corinthians 4.1. Therefore, seeing we have, 
have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the what? Sight of God. But now watch this. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are what? Lost. So if this thing's hid, it's hid to the what? The lost. In whom, now watch this, the God of this world. Who's the God of this world? The devil. The God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe who? Not. Oh, okay. What do you mean the God of this world? Who's the God of this world? Small g, the devil. That's why, remember we learned this? In Luke chapter 4, when Jesus comes up out of the river water, he goes like this. He said he was led in the spirit to, to push against the devil. Whom the God, let me read this and I'll tell you. In whom the God of this world, let me see 4-4. Four, four. You need to see this. In whom the God of this world, who's the God of this world? The devil hath blinded the minds of them which what? Believe not. Now watch this, right? Because the light of this glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine in them. Why doesn't he want the light to shine? Because he wants to keep you in darkness, silly. Why does he want to keep them in darkness? He wants to keep them in darkness. So in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, what? Least the light of this glorious gospel, who is the image of God shining. He don't want the light to come on. He wants to keep you in darkness for our preaching Christ. So now you got to get, you better pull this in. Come on, man. The God of this world does what? He's trying to blind them. He don't want them to see it. Well, why? Because if they see it. So remember when Jesus showed up at the river and gets baptized, comes up, gets led out into the wilderness, spends 40 days and 40 nights being tempted to the devil. What did he say? He said, if you are the son of God, turn the stone. If you are, jump down on the pinnacle. And he said this. He said, look, you want to see it? I'll show you. We've been seeing this all week, but you need to see it over and over and over. You got an enemy. Man, this is making you strong, ain't it? This should be making you strong. If this is not making you strong, then you got to just get a better revelation of who you are in Christ. Look at this. Right? Look at uh, Luke 4. Luke 4. And... Uh, you can go to five, Luke four and five. See it? Come on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap this up in a minute here, right? And, G, and and the devil taking him up. Now who? The devil taking him up in a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Which means the kingdoms of the world. He showed them the whole earth. And the devil said to him, All this power will I give thee. He's telling this to Jesus, man. How do you get all this power? Okay. And the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. He's got it. He's telling you I got the power and the glory of all the nations of the earth. And I'll give it to you 
if you'll bow down and worship me. Jesus said, get behind me, saying, thou shalt not worship anybody but the Lord thy God and him who is the only one I'll serve. You see that? No, now wait a minute now. Wait a minute. How in heaven could he be tempting him with something he did not already have? Wouldn't be a temptation if he didn't have it now, would he? So if I say, oh, I'll give you this cupcake. Here's this cupcake. If you do what I tell you to do, I'll give you that cupcake. You can go, you ain't got no cupcake in your hand, silly boy. I can't tempt you with something that ain't in my hand. If I didn't have it to give, would there be any temptation? No. But unless I had the cupcake, now if I had this frosty, I wish I had a cupcake, right? If I had a frosty little cupcake, I'd say, you can have this if you give me that. Or if you do this, I'll give you that. He has the power of the world because Adam, why you think this whole plan's going on? Why do you think he has a time clock? Why do you think God said when I come back to the earth? Why do you think? Now listen, now I don't want to sell you on a bill of goods here and you're like, well, then what, what good is life? You got dominion now. You got authority now. You got availability now. You got the power. You got the authority let thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Guess who is supposed to establish the kingdom? My God in heaven. Guess who's, guess who's supposed to establish the kingdom of heaven in the earth? You, the church. Oh, but the devil, the devil, the devil's there. The devil, bind him. Oh, the devil this, the devil Oh, look at these demonic, crazy people out there. Bind them. Oh, you know, they want to do this. They want to do that. They want to do this. Oh, they want to do that. I'm not compromising who I am. I'm not compromising who I am for politically uh, uh, goofiness. Oh, you know, it's not popular. You think, you think you're going to, man, come on, bro. You could dumb this thing down and fill a building full of people. You could water it down and fill buildings full of people coming together for a cause. Come on, man. You think this thing is gonna, this thing's gonna be easy? Like they're gonna roll out a red carpet for you because you're gonna sit here and, and talk about the stuff that no, you think your friends are gonna be like, oh, let's go be buddies after you start telling some of the beliefs you have. Not being mean. You're not gonna, come on, guys. I don't want you to go and offend somebody, but are you getting this? This is for you. This ain't for the, the public. If the public watches it, God bless them. I don't really care. But you get what I'm saying? You know what this is for? The young guy out there, this is what this is for. The young guy out there and girl out there to say, I want to live for God. And all your friends are looking at you like you're crazy. Look, 1994, I got saved, all right? I, I, was, I was shot out the day of, okay? I'm just telling you, I was lost. I wasn't bad, but I mean, I went out the night before. I should have got arrested. I was no criminal, but I was hanging out with these goofballs. Well, this goofy guy, right? I said, man, I went through this thing, right? I, I was just doing it, doing life. Wasn't going to rob from you. Wasn't going to do this, but I was just doing life. All of a sudden, I get saved. I get saved. I get filled with the Holy Ghost. You want to know what the first test of life was? The first couple of weeks. I'm like, where am I going to go? Who am I going to hang out with? How am I going to explain this to anybody? I started talking to my friends about this. Yeah, guess how many of them stuck around? You know what I'm saying? Handful, maybe. 
Who can I hang out with? Who was thinking what I was thinking? Who was going as far as I was going? Then I was like, I made a commitment to the kingdom. Now all of a sudden, God came knocking on the door. Will you serve me? Will you go do this? I'm like, yeah. Every single time, I had to make a greater commitment, greater commitment. And every time I had to make a greater, and listen, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm not any good at this to begin with. I'm doing the best I can. I'm not bragging on me. But do you realize every time I made a commitment, I had to leave people behind. They weren't coming with me. It didn't matter. They didn't want to seek first again. Well, I don't want to leave. I'm in love. I don't want to leave. Well, and you stay with whoever you're in love with. But if I love him more than you, I got to go. Come on, man. This is what I'm saying. And you think this is a popularity poll? You think this is going to be easy? Oh, you got, you got these goofy friends of yours that, you know, well, I read my scripture in the morning and live like the devil all day long. Pastor Chris, did you just say that? Yeah, I said it. I'll say it again. Repent means turn. All the way. And then the church, let's just preach about grace. Which, for 9 out of 10 people, is an excuse to just be, to be messed up the rest of your life and just slap some grace on it and go, well, you don't have to grow. No, grace is the strength to overcome. Now, listen, I am not sitting here telling you you cannot fall and get back up. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you can't make a mistake and turn your life around. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you can't go through this to go through that. That is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying, come on, I'm, getting, I'm almost done. I am saying this. I'm saying this, you better, you better get this. This is what I am saying, is that if you're going to go seek the kingdom, seek first the kingdom, you're going to be leaving some people behind, man, because anybody, be, well, I don't believe like that. And they, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Man, how many times you been at that rodeo? You're like, no, I don't do that. You know, why don't you do that? I'm a Christian. I just don't partake in that. Well, I'm a Christian too. Don't, well, you don't, oh, really, are you? You know what I'm saying? You've been there. Look, I'm preaching in a choir. You guys know what I'm saying, man. Right? And then you're like, well, you know, this is not to blast your friends. This is not to attack your neighbor. This is not for you to tell the guy down the block from you his father's the devil, although it probably is. This is not for you to go raise your standard of Christianity so high, the bar is so high. No, this is the wake-up call to you guys that are doing this. Do you think seeking this narrow? is the way. It gets tighter the closer you get to the top. You know, when I was a kid, I never forget this. I always think of that when I think of narrow. When I was a kid, we went to the Statue of Liberty. And when I was a kid, it, you could climb. It took you up so high. And I don't think you can do this no more. But you climb all the way up to the light. And I, nev I never forgot this. So there's a couple places you can get off. And then that's it. And then the rest of it, man. And I never forget I was a kid, and the closer we got to the top, the narrower the steps got, man. And I was like, dude, this is getting tight, man. If you, had, if you were claustrophobic, you would have been freaking out. And we got up there, and I was thinking, like, some people, and I remember, I never forgot that, it kept getting narrower and narrower and narrower. And it was like, man, it was to the point where it was getting so tight. I was like, dude, this is, like, crazy, just kind of creepy, you know? And we got there. And every time I think of narrow, I always think of that. You know, when you start out at the bottom, the steps are this wide. But the closer you get to the top, it starts coming in. And maybe you feel like Christianity started here, but it's getting ready to come on in. It's okay. Because when you start seeking first the kingdom and all these things, and he wants to add all that stuff, it's going to get narrow. And it's okay. Stay in the narrow with them that can follow and go. And don't stop for nobody. Because I'm telling you, man, why you say, Pastor Chris, why you like Because I want power and authority. 
over all the enemy and all the works of him. Amen? That's good stuff right there. That's a good one. That's a, that'll get you going one. That's one that makes you want to know, man, I'm in the earth like a superhero for crying out loud. I'm a superhero on the earth filled with God's power and ability to destroy the works of the devil. Amen? Come on, let's pick up our baton and run our race. Amen? Let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for each and every person at the sound of my voice. Father, I thank you that your mercy, your love, your grace, thank you, Father, for this message that you've given us so that we can be the overcoming, victorious ones that you've called us to be. I thank you for blessing these people. I thank you for leading the people. I thank you for guiding the people. And I thank you for dominion, supernatural power, and ability. And thank you, we seek first the kingdom, and we know that all these things will be added unto us because we will not compromise kingdom principles for anybody or anything. We will be, we will be your chosen ones in the earth to have your kingdom come and your will be done. And I'm going to pray for you right now. I feel the anointing coming on me. You guys are going to change your life right now forever. The anointing is going to change your life right now forever. It's going to change your life right now forever. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for us to understand these kingdom principles like never before. Thank you for your anointing. Take our place. To take our place and be the authority in the earth. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. It's going to be a great Sunday. Come on. Thy kingdom come. You're going to make sure his will gets done. I love you. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.